0: Log Talk Radio.
1: Hi, this is Russ Terry. Hi, this is Russ Terry, founder and CEO of Life Coach Radio Network. Today's sponsor is Audible.com, a leading provider of spoken audio entertainment and information. Listen to audiobooks whenever and wherever you want. Get a free audiobook when you sign up for a 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com slash lifecoachradio. That's audibletrial.com slash lifecoachradio. And now, here's today's show. and welcome to the audacity to shine with coach philanda show here on the life coach radio network i am philanda johnson i am your master purpose coach audacity advocate and excited host i am thrilled to have you tuning in today to our next episode of the audacity to shine with coach philanda show here at our show, our mission is to provide a biweekly space of inspiration for people who desire to live more creatively, playfully, and wholeheartedly. I know that every time we have an episode, I share how excited I am about my guest for our particular show, and the same thing is true for our show today. I am so excited to have Brian Olds joining me today. Brian, are you there?
0: I am. Good morning.
1: Good morning. Welcome to our show. To our listeners tuning in, thank you for tuning in either online or tuning in via our call in line. Our hope is that today's show, which is entitled From Vision to Voice, We hope that you are inspired and motivated about what we're talking about today, and we ask that you feel free to join in and give us a call to spread any love. Feel free to call the number 646-716-9397. Again, that number is 646-716-9397. Brian, are you ready to jump in?
0: I am super ready to jump in. It's early. I haven't even had coffee yet, so it doesn't even matter. Like, we're just going to (laughs) roll.
1: Well, good thing for our listeners and for you. I don't need a cough, any coffee to be excited about today's right. show. For our listeners, I am just so honored to have Brian here. I'm going to start by reading his bio for our listeners who have not had the opportunity to get to know Brian like I have. Um, audiences are quickly energized by Brian, a native of Baltimore, Maryland. As an interactive speaker, trainer, and consultant, Brian specializes in creating powerful learning experiences that lead to lasting change. As an exciting and dynamic and informative speaker, he fully engages with any audience by having intriguing stories and having an incredible insight. Brian has had no idea while attending Morgan State University in Baltimore that a well-deserved B.A. in business administration would lead to a powerhouse career. His passion for speaking and entrepreneurship led to him to create Black Speakers Network, BSN. The mission of BSN is to equip, inspire, and connect the next generation of black professional speakers. What has given him such an incredible edge? Of, of uh, excuse me. What has given him such an incredible edge over other speakers and trainers with similar experience? You may ask. Toastmasters. And my hope is that Brian will tell you a little bit about his experience and love of Toastmasters today. He holds a master's certificate in instructional system design from UMBC. He serves as a college development chairman of BPM, Black Professional Men. His unique blend of corporate, academic, and nonprofit leadership experiences make him an incredibly sought after resource for entrepreneurs. I am so honored to have Brian here, and today our topic is from vision to voice. So let's go ahead and jump in. My hope for our listeners is a few things. First, I hope that folks are able to leave our our show today with some practical strategies for finding their own power and their own voice. And lastly, my hope is that you guys are inspired to pursue your own entrepreneurial ventures as Brian has and as I am in the process of doing as well. So, Brian, I would love for you to just start and share with our listeners how you entered the world of speaking and entrepreneurship.
0: Yeah, I can absolutely do that. And first and foremost, I, I do want to take an opportunity to thank you for having me on the show. And I'm excited. For those of you listening right now, I am just in awe of the lady that is hosting this show. Like you are absolutely doing an amazing thing here. And we're, we're I, I'll spend some more time later bragging on you. But definitely, yeah. As we get ready for this topic, what a powerful, what a powerful way to start a Saturday morning, right? And you know, just a the title of the show, The Audacity to Shine, I I had to go back and look up the definition of audacity just to make sure <laughs> that I was on the right page and really tie so beautifully into our topic, uh, Vision of to Voice, because guess what? Everyone, when you think about people who have powerful voices, right? You know, I just want Mm -hmm. our listeners to think about individuals who are just powerful speakers, powerful communicators. It could be the CEO uh, of your company. It could be somebody that you look up to. It could be a political figure like Martin Luther King or uh, John F. Kennedy, but whoever that person is, all vision, all vision has to be communicated to inspire and get people to move, and that's why your voice, uh, whether you're listening to If you're an entrepreneur or if you're just a professional um, transitioning to, you know, maybe the corporate world or maybe you're, you know, kind of in limbo trying to figure out what you're doing, you have a vision and your voice is the medium to communicate that vision. And that's what leaders throughout history has been a primary tool, the spoken word to inspire and and ignite people to action. But anyway, I looked up this definition of audacity and typically, I don't know about you guys, um, and I don't know about you, Belonda, but typically when I've heard the word audacity, it was always used in a negative context. It was
1: it was mm-hmm. so I
0: got these two two definitions. The definition two is, you know, rude or disrespectful behavior. And, you know, someone's saying, man, how I, I dare you have the audacity to talk to me or to, you know, do this mm-hmm. or say that. Uh, but the number one definition actually before that, which is probably why you, you named the show list, is the willingness to take bold risks.
1: Absolutely. And I,
0: <laughs> this ties perfectly into, to my story because what else is public speaking? What else is, you know, presentation? If anyone's had to get up in front of an audience, that is the quintessential uh, taking a bold risk. You may have notes. You may have an idea of what you want to talk, talk about and what comes out of your mouth could <laughs> be completely different than uh, what you prepared for. Uh, but the reward, the reward of standing in front of an audience, of delivering your message, of, you know, sharing a piece of who you are authentically is, is so great. So um, I just wanted to start with that and just kind of, you know, Again, give kudos to you in creating such a powerful platform to be able to allow uh, entrepreneurs and professionals uh, to connect and grow. Um, my story, I, you know, the bio kind of gave it away a little bit. We, You know, my journey started in, in 2006, uh, calling from my home office here in Randallstown, Maryland. Um, I'm native of Baltimore and went to Morgan State University. Woo-woo h b c u right and it was yeah. it was interesting in two thousand and six I tell people all the time in our presentations you are talking to the guy you' listening to this in your car, you're listening to the guy that couldn't lead two people in silent prayer in two thousand and six <laughs> meaning it wasn't happening you know it it i i was i in fact if you've been standing in that classroom, so when we started a toast when when a a young lady decided to start a Toastmasters club on campus and and we'll get into what Toastmasters is in a minute. But when she decided to bring a Toastmasters club to campus, you know, I was one of the first persons to raise my hand and volunteer to, to speak at the first meeting and to join the club because I knew how terrified I was of public speaking, but I also recognized that it was something that could be tremendously valuable. So Mm I, 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 I volunteered to speak, and, you know, if you had been sitting in that classroom, probably on the first row, uh, you would have been close enough to see my sweaty palms. <laughs> you would have <laughs> heard. Absolutely. It was sweaty palms, you would have heard my shaky voice, and you would have noticed just a general lack of confidence. In fact, I, I'll let you guys in on a secret. It's so bad, I don't know if anyone has been in a position where you – are so nervous during a presentation that you're pacing back and forth. Um, I was so nervous. I was pacing back and forth so much. At one point, I literally almost walked right out of the door, out of the room. <laughs> My friend Depot had a scene, and he's in the back. He's like, Brian, the presentation's in here. Where are you going? And um, all this stuff is happening, and they say, you know, Philando, how they say when you speak, you have the butterflies in your stomach. Yeah uh-huh. Yeah, so it feels like butterflies. Well, you know, I didn't just have the butterflies that were kind of casually floating around. They were crashing into each (laughs) other, trying to (laughs) escape. So all this stuff
1: is happening,
0: and eventually, uh, I'm I'm a rabbit. So all this stuff is happening, and eventually I get through the speech. You know, I go back to my seat, and I realize three things. Number one, you know, everyone. First, you know, I I thought I was going to die on the spot, and that didn't happen, so that was good. You know, number two, everyone in the room was clapping, and, you know, that made me feel good, you know. But later on, I realized in Toastmasters, you know, we clap for everything. You know, if you bring, you know, coffee to the meeting, then, you know, we clap. Uh, But the third thing, and this is the most important thing that I saw top of the day, I realized, hey, if I could survive and thrive, you know, with my first presentation – then I could do two, and two eventually turned into four. Four turned into ten. I uh, completed my first, you know, part of the Toastmasters educational program. Started speaking outside of Toastmasters, which led to, you know, some other career opportunities and um, to be in in today. So that's kind of how I got started.
1: I, I've heard snippets of that story before, Brian, and I I absolutely adore that story, and. It's the reason why I wanted you to be on the show Because I think you are a beautiful example Of what it means to have the audacity to shine And I'm glad that you, you know, did the work to identify, you know you know, in your own words and in, in your own work to prepare for the show around what audacity means, and it's exactly what um, you named it to be. Like the, the goal around naming the show Audacity to Shine is around encouraging folks to take bold risks, to really step outside of their comfort zone, to have a to, to, to push themselves to work towards their vision and their hope for what they want to become in the future. And what's beautiful is I feel like in that moment the the college student Brian was, a, Brian was able to see, you know, who you were to become in the future and how you needed to have that experience as that college student with the shaking knees, sweaty palms, all of us have, have had those experiences um, doing, uh, doing speeches. But, like, that was critical for you to experience in order to create the awesome organization that you've created, Black Speakers Network, which is how I became to know you. So I would love our listeners just to hear um, about BSN and about your love for the company that you, you, you started. Yeah,
0: absolutely. So BSN, as you mentioned, Black Speakers Network, uh, we're actually brand new, I mean, as of uh, this year, and really originated. So I've, you know, coming out of Toastmasters, you start to form, you know, these organic networks, which I realize I didn't define it earlier, so I'll go back. But any of you that aren't familiar with Toastmasters, it is an international uh, nonprofit organization that's focused on helping you improve your uh, communication and leadership skills. Uh, So, There are clubs literally all around the world that you can join uh, for very minimum cost. It's typically around $36 uh, for six months, and you have an opportunity to join. And, of course, uh, Toastmasters is focused not really on uh, content. They're focusing on helping you with your delivery. So your speeches, they're, they're not there to, you know, tell you, like, oh, you know, this topic doesn't make sense. Like, you stick on what you want, but the goal is to help you with Build those fundamental skills of communication. So, how to create an effective opening to your speech, a body, a conclusion, uh, leveraging vocal variety, hand gestures. Um, some of that stuff you can't even turn off once you learn it. Like I'm, I'm we're on a live <laughs> call now, and I'm still using hand gestures. I have no idea why. Uh, <laughs> nobody can see me, but it's. Um, it's a great organization, so I highly recommend checking it out if you are interested in, you know, if you're on a journey and you're just thinking about, thinking about getting started And uh, professional speaking or communication, but, you know, it's also a great leadership organization as well. Um, and you can learn more at uh, Toastmasters.org, and there's actually a uh, feature on the site where you can uh, find other clubs in your area just by typing in your zip code. But so we got started in Toastmas, and that kind of led to BSN indirectly because what I recognized as we were going through this process, by the way, I started building relationships with some really – uh, phenomenal people. Uh, guys like Depot Adesina, uh, one of our, you know, co founders of Black Speakers Network, uh, started me and individuals like Quinn Conyers, uh, Tamara Lucas, uh, Rich Aqua, Jamal Walker, like these individuals uh that are, you know, just you could just see the talent um brimming and overflowing every time they communicated and every time they spoke. Uh it was just powerful and they had a really authentic message that you just knew that if you could get them in front of, you know, the right audience, then they were going to make an impact. So as passionate as I am and still am about speaking, I, I recognized very early on that, you know, one of my passions wasn't just, you know, standing on a platform and delivering my message, but helping other speakers, you know, connect to the authentic mes- or the authentic audiences that they were meant to serve. So, uh, that being said, in 2000, I've been hosting my own professional development and networking events uh, since 2009, and uh, that was the first iteration of that company. was really just focused on, you know, helping provide speakers or potential speakers with a platform to be able to, you know, help them. Get their message out there. So you know, helping them craft that presentation. You know, giving them a, a solid video that they could use to you know start to build that platform. You know, helping them to understand you know how to sell products on the stage and things of that nature. So really, that's what that was all about, and that was kind of BSN version 1.0. And uh, many of those individuals helped um, served as the the foundation of what we just created because. Right last year, you know, we brought together. Um, I call them, uh, you know, the 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 founding twelve, if you will, and you know these twelve <laughs> individuals got together last year. You know I and mean? I mean, I'm sure you have had this in your experience, like you have this great idea, and you're like, okay, you know, what do I do next? And you know, my personal mm-hmm. think is to to, to run it past, You know, the people I've been working with, the people that you know are you know excited and share kind of the same vision. So. We all got together and I said, hey, I want to create an organization that focuses on helping uh, black speakers uh, transition into professional speaking and help them to be successful. And, you know, here's the reason why. There are a lot of organizations out there right now that focus on different aspects of the professional speaking world. Like if you're looking for technical speaking skills that, you know, we just mentioned Toastmasters, Uh, Mm -hmm. but in terms of in terms of getting paid as a professional speaker and, you know, building your message, building your content, learning how to, you know, sell, learning how to market yourself. Those, you know, there are a few organizations out there that focus on that. The one that comes to mind right now is National Speakers Association, which is a phenomenal group and I highly recommend for folks to check out as well. But there aren't, too many organizations, really any that I've found that focuses on creating a diverse pipeline, uh, uh, especially mm-hmm. of African-American or, you know, black speakers um, at large. So really I, I wanted to do something because seeing what we created, I mean, we were, we were unique. I mean, very rarely is, is there, you know, a, to, a successful Toastmasters club that operates on a college campus, let alone, um, you know, coming from a, a historically black college university, we were just like, okay, you know, there's something special here. We have, especially mm. with all the things that are happening now in the world, we have a unique opportunity to, to showcase the talent and to elevate the message of individuals uh, from the black community who... Are number one doing something positive number two can really impact um people in a powerful way and number three serving as an example of you know what you can be uh through professional speaking when somebody when one of our b s n members take the stage that is that is a powerful message before they even open their mouth. And I think, you know, seeing more of that is, is really what we wanted. So we we launched last we – actually, we didn't launch last year. We got together and <laughs> we met. We were like, okay, this sounds good. Maybe, you know, we'll take 2016 and kind of pilot it and, you know, do a couple of things. But and at the end of the day, uh, we, we started doing some things at the beginning of this year. And I said, you know what, let's just go for it. Because in business, the thing that I've come to learn is that, we really, you know, you don't learn, you know, through a business plan. You don't learn anything from just kind of sitting around and talking about it. You learn through doing. And mm-hmm. the biggest the biggest thing, uh, I was just on uh, Jeff Shepard's show a couple of days ago talking about this. I think the biggest thing that, you know, entrepreneurs kind of shy away from is pulling the trigger. It's, getting a minimum viable offer out there, a product or service that, you know, you can at least get feedback on and start to sell a little bit so that way you can continue to evolve it instead of trying to, you know, wait for this big thing. So, you know, this year uh, we launched with our, you know, 12 folks and, you know, in February we literally had nothing. We had no website, no social media presence, no brand. We were, you know, an idea on a piece of paper and as of um, today, um, still very much in proof-of-concept phase, but, you know, we have 700 members globally across yes. uh, 36 states in the U.S. Thank you. Thank you. It's exciting. Um, <laughs> but we're also international as well. We're in 12 countries mm-hmm. and, um, you know, just continuing to grow. So that is um, that is that. But, you know, absolutely the mission is to equip, inspire, and connect the next generation of black professional speakers.
1: Well, I, I think your 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 story and the journey of BSN is such a beautiful example for our listeners on how to again take that vision and just really implement it and move um, and really have the people around you leveraging the people around you to continue to inspire you to to, to work hard to achieve your 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 mission and your vision. I think you hit on this a little bit, but what what would you say has been your biggest lesson learned as an entrepreneur and as a speaker?
0: Yeah, I mean, so many lessons. <laughs> so uh, the biggest thing as, as an entrepreneur really is kind of I, I think what we talked about before is that you know there's so many lessons and you know just getting started and you know being open to feedback. I think that um, for something like BSN where you really don't have a a solid blueprint of what you want to I mean you have an idea of what you want to accomplish but you know it's not like a you know a Burger King franchise or something like that where you can just mm-hmm. kinda you know model one hundred percent of you know what somebody else is doing. You know, I we really wanted to create an organization that was focused on uh empowerment and providing resources. Uh but you know, not to have, you know, the flavor. Like, we didn't want to create, you know, just another speaker's network or, excuse me, another speaker's bureau where, you know, people, you know, sign up and then, you know, maybe 20% of the people got speaking engagements and stuff like that. Like, we wanted to create something where, you know, the moment that you step in, you know, you start to get value, you can connect with other people, Mm -hmm. and then, you know, everybody else is somewhere on the journey. So, figuring out contextually based on where you are, what you need, because not everybody needs the same thing. So the biggest thing that I've learned has been, you know, how to create these individual experiences, but, you know, scale at at a level that makes sense. So, you know, right now, I'll tell you, you know, even though I'm excited about those numbers, like our goal, we're kind of like slowing down to speed up because, you know, we don't have a goal to be, you know, the biggest. We have a goal to add value and to serve.
1: Mm-hmm. And you know,
0: I truly believe that you know our success in life is in direct proportion to, you know, one, the number of people that we're able to serve, and number two, the our ability to consistently add value to to those individuals. And uh, for us. You know, it's, it's it's not about having, you know, seventy, eighty thousand 80,000 people or even 700 or 1,000 or millions of people. It's about, mm-hmm. you know, making sure that those folks that are already, you know, part of the network are, are getting value. So that's, that's kind of the biggest thing from, from an entrepreneurship standpoint. You know, business is all about finding and creating value. It's about finding a mm-hmm. need, if you're not filling a need, then, you know, you don't really have a business, you have a hobby, you know, which could be cool. Mm -hmm. Like I would do this for free. Uh, honestly, like I, I would, I would, you know, have conversations like this all day long, but you know, if we're talking about creating a business, creating something that, uh, not only is going to, you know, add value, but also create a profit, then, you know, you gotta make sure that you have those things in place and that you slow down to speed up to ensure that, you know, people are truly, truly getting, um, the value that you're that you're saying.
1: That's beautiful. I was one of the things that I am really passionate about is supporting and working with uh, Christian women who are in the beginning stages of developing their business and really working mm-hmm. with them and helping them create a business plan and create a business framework and model that is both going to be profitable and serve God in the end. And one of the conversations I recently had with someone that I'm working with is how in what we do in business, we must be intentional, we must be thoughtful, and and we must really follow our passion, and we must really be thoughtful about the way in which we're not going to just do things In in honor of money, but how we're going to do things that's going to add value, how we're going to do things that's going to serve God, how we're going to do things that are really going to edify people in a way that's going to make our world at large better. And so I think in business. I think we're talking about that piece around integrity and thinking about you're right we you know if if there's if there's a business venture that doesn't make money it's a hobby <laughs> if there's an activity that you're doing that's not um that's not uh Serving people adequately, you should essentially not do it, but how can we be mindful about how we can really make people better once we leave them in our business actions and in our speaking engagements like the goal should be how do I leave people better than i than, than how I met them so that They're able to serve others. How are we able to do things that really pays things forward, so that we're we're all growing and all getting better as we're figuring out what it means to to serve our purpose here here on earth what an awesome conversation we're having brian i am i continue to be in awe of you and the work that you're doing and being a part of bsn has absolutely um helped me in my own work as an entrepreneur and i hope that folks that are tuning in are being um edified by this conversation if you are interested in joining our call again that call in number is 646 716-9397. Seven one six nine three nine seven. We do have a caller on now that I'm going to tune in in a bit um, after um, I asked Brian a few more questions and we have a quick musical break. Um, Brian, I know that the slogan of BSN is speak up, your audience awaits. Tell us why you chose that slogan.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I, I can do that. And I think uh, – I- one quick thing I do want to add is that I, I know that, you know, the sponsor for this show is actually Audible. And I have to tell you, I love Audible because it literally, like, I'm not, like, I enjoy reading and, you know, got a great bookshelf, but I think the number one way <laughs> I consume information is through audio. Like, I'm just a very auditory type of learner. I like to listen on the go and, you know, Audible is great for that. One of the, the concepts that we use a lot that ties into what you were saying about how you're able to help, um, you know, your, your new women entrepreneurs is that it's got Guy Kawasaki, uh hope I'm saying his name right, but he has a book called uh, The Start 2.0, and he talks mm-hmm. about this principle of the three circles that I always, you know, go through with our new speakers. And, you know, it, you remember in school how you had, like, the Venn diagrams with the connecting yes. circles? Well, yes. so imagine mm-hmm. you had the, the Venn diagram. So instead of this time, instead of two circles, you have three circles. And, you know, this is kind of the DNA of a healthy business, which is, you know, in the first circle you have your passion, you know, the thing that you care about, the thing that you do for free. Uh, the, the second circle you have your skills slash expertise that, that you know and can physically do well. And then the third circle is, you know, the marketplace, you know, what people mm-hmm. need, what are people willing to open their, pocketbook and that wallet to, to pay for and get. And you know, what he says is that the intersection of those three circles, your passion, your skills, your expertise in the marketplace, is your sweet spot. Like that is the area mm-hmm. where you can dominate as an entrepreneur. And anything outside of that, you you would ultimately, you know, either not get paid, get bored with it, or give up, or not be taken seriously by the marketplace to be able to to add value to begin with. So I, I just wanted to share that model with your listeners, and also that book, and again give it back to Audible because I, I would definitely, you know, would not be able to, you know, grow as an entrepreneur without, you know, that service. And I think it's it's awesome. Um,
1: I adore Audible too. I have like fifty books on my Audible account <laughs> right now that I'm in in the middle of. I I I also love Audible, so yes. <laughs> so tell us about yeah, that but, slogan, Brian.
0: Yeah, so the slogan, so very simple. i, I try to make this one short. Uh, the speak of your audience of weight basically means that everyone has a message, which I, I absolutely believe. Whether or not – now, I'm not saying that everyone should be a speaker or needs to be a speaker um, per se, but let me just level set this definition of, you know, professional speaker because, you know, there's there, – you probably get an image in your head when we say the word professional speaker and, you know, you conjure images of, you know, Les Brown or, you know, Tony Robbins or, um, all these individuals who have built these massive platforms that speaks to hundreds of people, and that's great. And, you know, that's 1% of the speakers in the world kind of operate on that platform where they're 100% full-time professional speaker. And if that's the direction people want to go, we absolutely want to help people get there. I think that is um, that is great. That's something that I absolutely aspire to. But when we talk about speaking, what I want your listeners to know is that Every day is a speaking opportunity. You are literally on stage mm. when you get out. When you wake up in the morning, get out, get in your car, and drive to a place, whether it's your own business or someone else's. You are on the day, and you're going to be communicating on the phone. You're probably going to have oh. presentations as a as a part of your job. You're going to be communicating with customers, with clients, with your coworkers. So when we think about speaking, everyone to a certain extent is a speaker in some capacity. Um, and as, if you're, I just turned thirty-two. My birthday was last Sunday. Um, Happy belated birthday! Thing, <laughs> thank you. But but one thing I think about, you know, kind of in your thirties is that, um, you know, in regards to what age you are, you, I, I now kind of have this, you know, decade or so of just like core professional experience, and you know these different things. So you know as As you're coming, as you're growing up, and you're you're a teenager, you're kind of learning. And I kind of have this broad philosophy of, hey, from zero to thirty are your primary learning years. From thirty to sixty are your primary earning years, where you'll earn like the bulk of your wealth. And then from sixty plus are like your legacy years. And with those, I, I really feel like being in the cusp of this, like. Everyone, regardless of where you're on that platform, has skills, you have knowledge, you have ability. So, you know, there's a message inside of you, whether or not you choose to to uh share it with the world is, is up to you. But I think that should you decide to harness it, it could be really, really powerful because guess what? You know, you may look at a person like a Les Brown and you think, wow, you know, he's, he's talking to, you know, millions of people, like he's inspired, you know, all these individuals. And that's true. However, there's a person that only Philanda – can reach. There's a person that only you can reach. So, you know, a Les Brown is not going to relate to them. Like, they're waiting for you. They need your message, mm-hmm. your story. Um, they need to be able to connect with your background, your skin color, your ideas, your passion in order for them to make that change in their life. So that's where that mantra comes from. It's speak up because you're – maybe we should the word. Your. It's like your audience awaits. It's an audience that's unique mm-hmm. to you that only you can serve. And um, whether that's serving at a, at a at a big level or serving at an individual level, that's what that comes down to.
1: I love that. That really creates a call to action to every single person to realize that you have worth, you have a value, and, like, the information that you have, the insight you have – is powerful and has a purpose to really help people go to the next level. I love that. And that's absolutely a philosophy and idea that I strive to have and inspire um, in the people that I connect with and partner with that we all have unique experiences that are intended to to really bless and support other people as they, they grow and, and, and work even closer to um identifying and achieving um their master purpose. And Brian, I'm not sure if I if I shared this with you, but I've actually for the past year have been working on a book. Um
0: oh, no, and
1: That's great. Yeah, yeah, and my my book is uh, going to be called Master Purpose and In the book, one of the things that that I am really uh, seeking to to share with the readers is that we all have been created with that unique purpose, uh, that unique voice, um, and that we have an assignment here to serve. Um, and to empower other people to be the best versions of themselves. And so I think the call to action that you just expressed is really connected to that as well, and people really understanding that um, we have an audience. We have people who are waiting to, to... to hear what we have to share in order to help them achieve exactly what they need to achieve. Um, We're going to take a quick musical break, and then when we come back, we're going to tune in to um, and connect with one of our callers. My hope is that this conversation today has been so incredibly helpful to our listeners tuning in, and when we come back from our break, we'll continue to hear more from Brian about going from vision to voice. back from our musical break to the Audacity to Shine with Coach Falanda show here on the Life Coach Radio Network. I am Philanda Johnson, your Master Purpose Coach, Audacity Advocate, and Host, and I am still so excited to have Brian Old here talking about going from vision to voice. I would love to tune in and connect with a caller we have online from area code 843- Hi, caller, are you there? Hello, caller, are you there? Oh, it's okay. I think we lost the caller. My hope is that they call back in to ask their question. But, Brian, let's keep going. So I think you talked about this a bit around the call to action for um, speakers, but I would love to hear, in the work that you do at BSN, I know you've designed a 4M business model. I um, would love for you to just name for our listeners the context for that model and the call to action around what you believe rising speakers should do in their business.
0: Yeah, absolutely. First of all, that music was hot. I was sitting here like just kind of jamming <laughs> like, okay, wait, all right, you know, I didn't even think about Incorporating music into the program. That's cool. All right. So <laughs> thank you. Absolutely. So just to clarify the question. So we um so it's and there's a couple of ways we can go with this, but I want to make sure we have the most value. So really kinda of walk through like what speakers should should uh should do in terms of uh they're first getting started or kind of how we walk them through like getting started with their speaking business.
1: Yes. I love how you guys cool. have broken down those pieces for, for speakers. So, yes, if you could name those steps yeah. and then what you see as the most important pieces.
0: Yeah, so I think one area we could start with is uh, we actually built out a model because that was my first question is, okay, you know, if I'm a new speaker, uh, which I can still consider myself a new speaker, I mean, the power of BSN isn't, you know, B, it's, the fact that we are this network and we have speakers in our network who you know already earn thousands and thousands of dollars per month you know as a direct result of their speaking business but you know the the model that we created really is focused on helping speakers figure out that you know the minute that you're transitioning your thought process to just you know, you know, perhaps you've, you know, done some speaking engagements before, you, you may have gotten some honorariums or, you know, you may have been paid or maybe you don't have anything and somebody just called you up and said, hey, um, you know, can you come speak in my organization? Like there are endless ways where people kind of enter into this space. You know, I don't think anybody goes to school to be a professional speaker. It just kind of like happens or you aspire to it because you see somebody else, right? So, you know, there's really no formal training on how to build a speaker business. And so we thought it was important to create a model that would help individuals understand the components of uh, what it means to to build an effective business. So we call this the 5M uh, speaking business model, which I kind of walk through them. You can think of them as five pillars, if you will, that are holding up a building. And, you know, the five pillars are uh, your mission, your message, um, your marketing, monetization, and management of your business. And I'll go through each one really briefly. But, you know, those five M's really, uh, I I use the the model of a pillar because if you picture five pillars holding up a building, like if you take any one of those pillars down, then, you know, eventually the, the roof of that building will get increasingly more unstable until... It just falls down, but when you have all five stand then it, it works. So, you know, number one is your mission, which is, you know, if that mission, that piece is critical because when we say mission, we're talking about uncovering your authentic passion and purpose as a speaker. Mm-hmm. So, you know, each person, again, I, I think is meant to serve a specific audience. Like, who are you? Like, what is your what have your unique life experiences led you up to this point to, that you want to be on a stage and and I think this is important because in speaking um you know there there are so many there are so many speakers and there are so many individuals who can speak around the same topic. And, you know, one of the first questions we get all the time is, you know, how do I find more speaking engagements or how do I, um, you know, how do I build out, you know, my content or what do I speak about? Like you have to you have to go within yourself and figure out, you know, what are those – and, and there, are, there are key questions around all this that we we'll don't even have time to go into, but, you know, some of them, if I'm thinking about my mission, is, you know, who are the people – like, who do you light up when you're with? Like, is it children? Is it youth? Is it um, do you light up, you know, when you, you know, help, you know, your coworkers, you know, solve an issue? Um, are you a technology person? Like, who is that group of individuals that you are, like, uniquely meant to serve? Like, you would literally – you, you like you you would you would you would you would shrivel up as a person if you couldn't <laughs> you know talk with these people and you know I I give it to like a person like people at a scene like one of our co-founders like he literally like if you told him that he couldn't talk to another uh, youth uh, you know somebody in that category that would diminish his life. You So, you know, going from that perspective, like, what is your mission? It's really not about, uh, to your point earlier, you were talking about, you know, not being money focused. Like, I, I don't believe this is an industry that you can attack, you know, by by monetary value. That, I think there's a component. Like, you have to find, you know, there's, you know, the common phrase riches and niches, and you have to find where that sweet spot is. But at the beginning, mm-hmm. you have to start with something that uh, you're going to be, you know, uniquely passionate about and it's going to serve serve your audience. Uh, the second pillar is message, which is. Uh, refining your core presentation and communication skills. So really, you know, those things that we talk about, you know, being an effective storyteller, um, how to engage your audience, those kind of platform speaking skills that really uh, Toastmasters gives you a great foundation for, that's the second pillar um, that, that we focus on. The third is marketing which is, you know, of course, developing strategies to reach and engage your audience. The funny thing about speaking is that we we find – I don't know if you've ever been to a presentation, Falanda, where you you go and sit down and, you know, there's a speaker presenting and you're thinking like – I mean, the content may be good or whatever, but you're thinking like, wow, this person – Really isn't that great of a speaker like they're not they are <laughs> mm-hmm. like they may like monotone or they're not, you know mm-hmm. very engaging, or you know they like sold their personality a couple of weeks before the presentation like something happened, and like it's just not there yes. so we we found as speakers in the speaking industry is that the people that get paid um aren't necessarily the best platform speakers they aren't necessarily mm-hmm. the engaging or the most, but they are experts uh, Expert. and marketing themselves and you know communicating that value through their website through their conversation through their um, through their collateral they are experts at articulating the value that they bring so that you know they, they get those speaking opportunities and now you know you can perform when you get there but it's uh, marketing is such a key piece um, the fourth one is monetization which is essentially as a speaker um most people think about, you know, the traditional, hey, let me stand in front of an audience and deliver a message. But, you know, the cool part about speaking is that automatically, once you make a decision to step into this industry, you know, I, I think kind of speaker, even though we call ourselves the Black Speakers Network, the term speaker is really somewhat of a misnomer because really what you're in, if you're in this creative space, you're really in an information marketing business. Mm-hmm. You're in a business of – uh, repackaging, repurposing uh, information in a way that's consumable and convenient to help your your audience. And that information could come in the form of a keynote, a workshop, a seminar, uh, an audio download, a book, uh, a boot camp, uh, a DVD. Like it could come in multiple forms. Mm-hmm. So really when we talk about monetization, helping our people in our network figure out how to repackage, repurpose, and repeat the, um, the information to help them reach more people um, in their target audience. And the final one is management, which is creating systems and processes to manage and grow a speaking business. You know, you got to treat your business like a business, um, and that goes from everything that a regular business would would do from you know creating you know customer relationship management tools to you know mm-hmm. how to use like virtual assistants to you know making sure you file your taxes and you getting your receipts yes. like all of those things <laughs> that you're gonna need to be able to manage your business and ultimately you know create the type of you know lifestyle that you want from your business. Like, you got to pay attention to the management aspect. So those five pillars create what we believe is the holistic picture of helping you create a successful speaking business, not just, hey, how do I, you know, speak, but how do you, you know, maintain it all?
1: Wow. I, I'm, i like, taking notes <laughs> myself over here, Brian. I think what's so powerful and, again, what, what I love about BSN and the information that you provide, Um, To folks who have joined the network is helping people really get organized and prepared to be successful and the 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 pillars you just named are the things that are going to ensure that people are able to not just um, be a good speaker but to really thrive in Um, Their career as I've I've heard people call it as a infopreneur, right, as someone whose role um, and goal is to take the information, the expertise that they have and put that out into the world to benefit, inspire, and make people better. And so I really, really appreciate the context you just provided, and I hope our our listeners took notes just like I took notes on those things to um, really, A, identify the areas that they're strong in, and then, B, identify the areas that they may need to tweak and get better at so that they can grow their business and their work in such a way to, again, not just do well, not just to, to, to succeed, but to really thrive in order to support um, and impact the, the audience that's waiting for them, as as uh, BSN says is their, their slogan. Um, what are some practical strategies for people who desire to follow their passion?
0: Yeah, so I think um... – you know number one is um, kind of filling that gap between, you know, passion and reality. So uh mm-hmm. earlier we talked about creating like a minimum viable offer. Um I, I think there has to be a decision where you say, Okay, you know, I'm gonna go for it. And going back to the audacity piece, like you <laughs> you you have that ability, like you have that, that moment. Um I mean, for me, when we launched BSN, um, you know, I got it wasn't all like I got feedback from people that are saying, you know, why you know, why do we need an organization, you know, focus on black speakers or well, why are you wanna, you know, name it this, you know, how are you gonna make money? How are you gonna do this? So I think you know, sometimes the the decision I, I think as entrepreneurs we we kinda romanticize concepts of Of entrepreneurship uh too much, which is comes in a couple of different forms. I think we get romantic about the idea of you know walking away from our full-time jobs or you know um, you know creating massive amounts of, of money residual income things of that nature and those those things are, are possible but um you know if any like my man if, if I highly recommend following a guy, uh, Jonathan Pasley. Um, he, uh, he owns an uh, internet marketing website design company called PDR Web Solutions. He's just started doing some really outstanding video content. Um, you know, I like him. I like you know Barry Vaynerchuk. You know these folks that talk about you know the realness of what it means to entre- of entrepreneurship, but entrepreneurship is hard (laughs) Uh it is hard it is like really really hard like you i'm sitting here watching i've been watching the olympics over the last couple of weeks uh on and off and you know the the beautiful part about the Olympics, I mean, you watch a typical match or something only lasts like a few minutes, but what I really get inspired by, what I've been really captivated by just watching the Olympics and thinking about entrepreneurship are those stories, those vignettes where they take you, you know, back to that person's hometown and they show you, you know, mm-hmm. how they've been training since like the age of five and, you know, they you know, won all these gold medals or they got hurt. Uh, in the process and all the things that were done with nobody else watching and then all of a sudden they're on this massive stage. Nobody tells the story of what's happening when you're the only, like everybody else, in the neighborhood has their lights off and then you're that one person that's up at 2 a.m. working by your laptop, there's nobody else around, everybody else is asleep, and you're trying to, you know, pull together, you know, your idea for your next product or you're responding to emails or you're, you know, figuring out, you know, strategy or you're listening to an audio book and taking notes. Like, nobody talks about that. Like, we get, like, so romantic around, you know, the end result. Um, so I, I think the the – going back to the passion question, is just, like, really doing a, a kind of like a gut check of assessment of, hey, you know, what are you, you know, most people are really great at identifying, like, what do you want, and, and that's cool, um, you know, keep that stuff in front of you, write it down, make a goal, all that good stuff, that's like a whole nother show, but, you know, get really passionate and excited about, you know, what you're willing to give up to get it because mm-hmm. it is, it is not, it is not easy. Like there's no like overnight success. And if it is, it's probably, you know, going to be gone overnight as well. It's, it's about figuring out what it is that you are going to, to, um, to give up and really sacrifice um, and to, to get that. And then, and normally it comes in the form of time, energy, sleep, relationships, you know, those type of things that you you can't you you can't operate the way that everybody else, you know, operates. You can't go to every happy hour, like you can't, you know, go to every weekend activity, you can't go to the beach mm-hmm. all the time. Like you can do some of that stuff, but realize like, you know, there's a point where you have to figure out, hey, I'm not going to do this because I need to do this and I, I think, mm-hmm. you know, the the passion just has to you have to you have to figure out where the passion meets practicality um, to get you to your to your goals.
1: I love it. I, I think what you're talking about is the the character strengths, the character traits that are required of entrepreneurs. Um, what I love in the past, um, I would say ten years, we've seen so much more research out there about the power and the importance of emotional intelligence. And the importance Mm -hmm. of, of course, people being intelligent, people, you know, being educated and having that, those skills and being able to be successful. But what I think you're referring to is like to be a successful entrepreneur, you have to be gritty. You have to be able to create relationships and partnerships you have to be able to persevere, you have to be able to like self-discipline. Like you're talking about those habits of mind that that people must have um that will ensure their success that's beyond just what college you went to. Um but that's uh, that that's that's related to self-discipline. That's related to our our emotional intelligence and our ability to work incredibly hard for um Something that that we want to achieve, um, that many people want the the freedom that comes with entrepreneurship. But the question is, are you willing to work for it? Are you willing? Yeah, to and do... I think. Go ahead. hmm
0: I I just think one quick thing. So I um I absolutely agree with that, and I think you know part of the value. Um, and, you know, some people, I think there's a small percentage of people that can just kind of, you know, steam steamroll through those type of things. But for the vast mm-hmm. majority, probably like 98% of people, you know, the value of a place like BSN is that you're now connected to a network of people that are moving on the same path as you. So, you know, you have mm-hmm. accountability partners. There's a African proverb that says, hey, if you want to, you know, go um, – fast, go by yourself or go alone. If you want to go far, go with others. And I think, you mm-hmm. know, the ability to, you know, have other people that you can, you know, bounce ideas off of, that you can, you know, share, even just people that celebrate your success, like, alongside mm-hmm. you, like, that's going to accelerate your ability to um, to to grow. So, um, yeah, I just wanted to throw that in.
1: What I love about being a part of BSN is the the Facebook group, and I love when I get updates from other members when they share um variety of different successes that might include of like, hey, I've been working on my speaker sheet for three weeks and I finally have it. <laughs> um, and they post it up there and, you know, the group celebrates them. Or we celebrate people who have, uh, you know, acquired a speaking engagement that they've been desiring to 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 have for some time. Like I I love that camaraderie that that um commitment to celebrate each other. It's definitely something that I have seen being a part of BSN and that is felt. Um and definitely something that that I appreciate. Brian, what I'm sad about is that our our show is coming to a close soon, which which I'm not um happy about, but I hope that <laughs> our listeners have been so inspired by, by our call today. And, Brian, every show that I have, I ask my guests five questions, five Audacity to Shine questions. And so the time is now for you to answer these questions. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. So first question, what does freedom mean to you?
0: Freedom is the ability to live on your own terms.
1: You are here on Earth too.
0: Mm. We we actually have a slogan in BS. It's like an official slogan that I co-op it from um, John Cosgrove, and it's um, I just love it so much. It's have fun, make money, and make an impact. And uh, I love that.
1: I am grateful for.
0: Um, the opportunity to do it again.
1: How do you keep the faith despite challenges?
0: Um, By recognizing that challenges are designed to actually increase your faith.
1: And what truth do you know for sure?
0: The truth that I know for sure is that, you know, at the end of at the end of your life, like people aren't going to remember, you know, you know, how much money you made, you know, not gonna remember um, you know, all the you know, stuff that you acquired, you know, people are gonna remember you know like, the, the unique impact that you had on them. And um, you know, each of us are creating a legacy every single day. We're creating a legacy with this call, we're creating a legacy when we go out. Creating a legacy when we in, interact with someone at the store or the supermarket, or you know, take a phone call or choose not to take a phone call—like all of those things create a unique legacy. And I know that you know that is what you know ultimately will be remembered for.
1: Brian, how can our listeners who? want to stay connected to you, who want to learn more about BSN, how can our listeners stay connected to the amazing and incredible work that you're doing?
0: Oh, no, I thank you so much. Well, first of all, uh, I want our listeners to follow you because, you know, hopefully we're going to continue to to do um, really great collaborative projects. Um, but uh, for BSN, you can check us out at blackspeakersnetwork.com. That's black speakersnetwork.com. There you can actually uh, join BSN right now. It's free. Uh, we will have some paid membership options later on in the year, but anybody can join anywhere in the world, and I encourage you to do that if you're a speaker or if you're even thinking about speaking. You know, Join the network, and then that way you can start plugging in, get resources. We have um, virtual webinars uh, that we do on a monthly basis, uh, and when you join, you actually get a, a copy of our newest audio book, uh, the seven power principles to propel you to professional speaking success. You um, get access to the Facebook group that you mentioned and all of other things. So certainly, you can check us out there. Uh, if anybody wants to email me directly, they could uh, email me at O L D S at com or check me out on I'm, I'm on pretty much everything. I'm even on Snapchat, so <laughs> you can find me anywhere. <laughs> I'm not hard to find, trust
1: me. To Mm. listeners who are interested in growing their knowledge base around becoming a better speaker and getting connected with other amazing people doing great work, I encourage you to join BSN. I have enjoyed being a part of the network, um, and I have learned so much from BSN and from Brian, and so I can't speak um, any more highly Uh, on behalf of BSN or Brian, join the organization, follow Brian. You will be empowered and inspired by his work. To our listeners who have tuned in, there's so much gratitude for you taking the time to listen to our show today from vision to voice. My hope is that this past hour has been enlightening, it has been engaging, and ultimately my hope is that it has been food for your soul. My ask is that you join us for our next show on Saturday, September 3rd. Um, I know I say that I love every single guest that I have, um, and that is true. I feel like Season 2 here on the Audacity to Shine show with Coach Philanda is awesome. My next show will be with Contessa Cooper, and on that show we will talk about just living and understanding how powerful our stories are, and so I'm Inviting you and encouraging you to join that show and tune in. For more information on the Life Coach Radio Network, please visit lifecoachradionetworks.com. For more information about me, please visit my website www.philondajohnson.com. That is www.philondajohnson.com. Brian, again. So much gratitude for you taking the time on this morning to join me and just impart your awesome wisdom and knowledge to me and to our listeners. So, again, just so much gratitude to you um, for taking the time. To my My listeners, thank you for listening. Until next time, be you and shine bright.